Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Well, holy mother of pearl, would you believe we're back? The ball guys are back. Well, we got all five of us. Happy wow. New Year, fellas. Yeah, happy, happy New Year. Happy everybody. New Year. Yeah. Oh my God. I've made a resolution to be even more surly, sarcastic, and um, just ornery about Minnesota sports this year. So, so far, so good. You have that. <laughs> Easiest resolution ever. Pretty much. Yeah. I like to, uh, I like to set the bar uh, kind of low, but uh, yeah, things, things are not good, but things were put into perspective on Monday night, and the ball guys have a little. Uh, group chat going. We have uh, a little, little text, little text thing amongst the five of us. And Dougie fired it up Monday night with a holy shit. Anyone have the game on football? And Gully says, no, why? And Dougie says, player made a tackle, got up, took two steps, collapsed. They're doing CPR on him down over nine minutes. And thus began the DeMar Hamlin tragedy dougie what's so you're watching the game you're the only one of the five of us watching the game live what is going through your mind you know i i had some skin in the game i was still holding on to some fantasy football hopes and some pick up things so i was i was actually semi-invested in it uh i don't know i mean just listening to the announcers trying to convey the feeling of it i i felt every bit of their pain because when i was trying to explain it to you guys i'm like the words that come to your mind are eerie and bizarre and you could just feel it it was it was palpable like you could cut it with a knife as you were watching it because it was just it was so strange because the hit didn't look like it was that bad right but you could just feel the urgency of of the first two um the emts that got there and then as the announcers are trying to explain what was going on but they didn't have any information it was just it was bizarre and i i couldn't even explain it I felt for the announcers at the same time because they had so much time to fill, yeah, but no updates of what was actually happening. Yeah, and and you could just sense the gravity of the situation getting you know deeper and deeper as, as time went on, and we were seeing some things happen on a a football field we'd never seen before, like like CPR, and and you couldn't really see them using the AED machine, but we understand that came out that was used. But seeing an ambulance pull onto the field to take a player away, that I mean, that stuff that we see players get hurt all the time, right? But to that extent, that that was just it was so sobering. And and Dougie, I think you'll agree, once you once you started to watch this drama unfold, it, it was almost impossible to shut off. Well, and I think uh, myself, along with the entire nation at that point, because then all of a sudden, of course, all the social media start blowing up and stuff too. I ended up watching it for two hours, and I I I don't know the guy. Um, I'm not invested in the team as a whole, but I think everyone was just waiting with bated breath for some type of update. Yeah, where we just knew that he was either that he was going to be okay. You know, you know, you 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 stare at him as they're coming off the field normally, just praying for that thumbs up. Yeah, and, right. and there was none of that because he was in the ambulance, and you just and 
you know, two days later, we're getting small reports, but still really no update on is he going to be like overall okay? Like what's the recovery going to be? And this could really go still, as you mentioned, you know, what, three days later or whatever, this could still go a, a, a number of ways. Mm-hmm. We, we just don't know. Um, I mean, he literally died on the, on the field. Twice. So, yeah. Twice. twice. And uh, that's just to, I don't know if anybody's ever seen somebody get CPR like in real life, it's really happening. Um, it's a pretty sobering thing to witness. Um, yeah. Even if it's a stranger, right? But can you imagine that's your teammate and you saw Gully just the the raw emotions oh. of, of his teammates? Yeah, and you know, um, not surprising, obviously, and really on both sides of the field, right? Because mm-hmm. you know, everybody was just it switched from being a football game to oh my god, I hope this guy survives. This is life and death. Yeah. And and really, th- at that point, it, there's no reason to have a football game anymore, <laughs> you know, which is what the right call was. Just, you know, we'll postpone it, have it another day. Even Joe Burrow yesterday was still shook about it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, I was shook watching it uh, yeah. on, on TV from hundreds of thousands of miles away. And can you imagine if you were there, right there on that, sharing that field with him? Um. Yeah. So I uh, I don't know, Spence. Is it too early to even say what the right thing to do with that game is? I know some options have kind of been kicked around, right? I think you skip it. I I think you figure out some other way to do the seeding for the playoffs, and I I think you just leave it alone. I I know a lot of people want them to because there's a lot at stake, but there I, is seeding. I think they should just skip it and figure out some other way to because it. it push it back a week then you're pushing back the playoffs everything is set and times and everything else and broadcast and all of that i mean you're really going to mess with everything and just out of respect for the the kid maybe you just not play it yeah i don't know tj do you, do you, you know it, it's so odd because it isn't like this game determined whether these one of these two teams was going to make the playoffs or not they're they're both they're both in but yeah i mean you got <laughs> It's so many other implications around the game, um, seedings, and and like Dougie said, there's people with money on these games. But I don't know. I don't know how you do. You restart it then in the in the first quarter with the same score. That would be so eerie, wouldn't it? Right. Well, let me preface it by saying none of it matters. You know, uh, outside of Demar Hamlin, obviously, and that was uh, some of the things you noticed, like when Dougie was watching and watching these people who have talked about sports their whole entire life now have to really get real and try to get through a broadcast like that. Here's something I thought I would never, ever hear anyone say. Thank God Booger had a microphone tonight, right? (laughs) Uh, He did a great job. In the studio, yeah. Yep, yep, he did a great job with that. I even, as much as people like to rag on on Joe Buck and and Troy Aikman, I think they also did a good job with what they had. What do you do, right, at this point? And now you get to this point like, okay, is he going to be okay? That's the primary concern. There's obviously going to be a lot of emotion but you're right. You're talking about wagering. You're talking about fantasy football results. Again, all of it, none of it matters in the grand scheme of things, but these are all things that are on the line. And then you've got playoff seedings. How much does not playing this game affect that? It's, it's, I don't envy the people that have to try to figure this part of it out. But ultimately, you know, the grand scheme of things is the well being of DeMar Hamlin. And it seems like, 
things are heading in the right direction. I read something about this sort of, it's surprising to me that this support, this sort of injury or this sort of incident hasn't happened in football before. Cause yeah. you've seen guys, they talked about whatever it was called, the, the, the actual medical term for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you watched it, it looked like a routine tackle. He stood up and then he just fell down. Well, then you watch it from another angle and you see, um, who was it? Uh, Higgins. Yeah, Higgins, that, yeah. that yeah. ran into him right into the chest. But how many times have guys just gotten pounded like that on the football field and either gotten up injured, but gotten off the field and been, been, you know, okay. Right. Uh, or have popped right back up and been okay. I think I saw that there's like 20 incidences of this reported per year, not just in football, but in oh, yeah. all of, you know, all, all of life in a, in a year. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really a freak thing, but having to sort it out and figure it out is going to be difficult for the NFL and the Players Association. Like I said, I'm glad I'm not doing that. And ultimately, none of it really matters when it comes to, you know, a human's life. It's talking so. about this. What you just mentioned is phenomenon, this medical phenomenon, TJ. And I was talking about this on the uh, uh, morning show today. And a buddy of mine uh, messaged me when my wife was in high school. She was at a small get-together, and two guys started wrestling around, roughhousing, no big deal. One guy kicked the other in the chest, dropped him right there with no AED, because this is how many years ago. Sure. With no AED machine, by the time the ambulance got there, it was too late. Oh. And they all witnessed their wow. friend die. Over wow. just screwing around. Right. I mean, that's, that's unbelievable. So you look at why... All these, all these uh, schools and all these athletic facilities have these machines instantly available now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, as bad as, as it was, and it was for Demar Hamlin, it happened in the in. I mean, you couldn't have asked for a better situation where he. I mean, you couldn't have got help to him, literally any faster. Yeah. Right. But again, surprising that it's never happened. Before. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but you've heard about, you know, like uh, in, in baseball, high school baseball <laughs> games where a, a kid hits a comebacker to the pitcher and drills him in the chest and same thing, that one in a million shot. Yeah. And uh, it just stops the hearts. So um, some good has come out of it. Anybody heard about um, DeMar's uh, charity that he had? TJ, yeah. you're smiling. You've, have you heard yeah. about some of this? Yeah, he had a, a small charity that was supporting like a, daycare facility or something like that right and he was looking yeah. to raise some money to buy some toys or stuffed animals or whatever twenty five hundred dollars was the the tab that they were looking to build in this gofundme and it's up over your last i saw over three million some dollars right now i heard six million oh geez yeah so because people just want to do something to right. help right and this really has it, it's too bad it's always a tragedy but this really has brought us together as a country yeah. instantaneously did you see what Harrison Phillips did? Yeah, I'm glad you're bringing mm -hmm. that up. Oh, yeah. that so cool. Vikings, of course, Vikings this year played for the Bills. Yep. Yeah, he bought the entire floor dinner the other night. Everybody, the doctors, everybody yep. up there, he bought them all dinner. That was really cool. family, team training staff. Yep, ICU doctors and nurses sprung <laughs> for it all. So some good does become of this and and continued, you know, prayers for a, a full recovery. And obviously that would be. That's what everybody's hoping and praying for. So we'll, we'll we'll see how it all how it all plays out. And and again, the rest of this just just you know secondary. But let's let's talk about it. We're the ball guys, and we'll talk some football. I, I'll be honest with you guys. The Vikings 
I mean, I'm not jumping off the bandwagon, but man, I'm I'm hanging by a toe. The Vikings really killed my purple mojo with their loss to the Packers on Sunday. And it wasn't Dougie so much the fact that they lost, but how they lost and how indicative it was of all their other losses. Yeah, I I don't know. I again, I I've been trying to bring the homerism down on the ball guys, you know, and and keep you grounded. Yes, and I've been saying all year long, I I think they're a good team. You said it best. You can't be. I think it was ten and two at the time. Yeah, you can't be ten and two without being a good team. But my criticism was they haven't won a game outright. But there's something special about this team. They're winning those close games. But, yeah, they came into the perfect storm. You know, you got Aaron Rodgers with his back against the wall in Lambeau, fighting to get into the playoffs. I mean, everything that could go wrong did go wrong that game. It was like the karma spun, and they said, not today, Vikings, not today. Just, Spence, the way it started, you know, we we block that. Metellus comes in, blocks that punt, and we get the ball first and goal on the one, and, and we can't do anything with it. Yeah, I know. I uh, I didn't like some of the play calling there either. I didn't sometimes either. Dalvin isn't the best on those goal line runs anyway, and I, I don't know. And I wish they kind of would have gone for it on that fourth down. I'm like, yeah. you just got the ball at the one or the two. Yeah. God, you're on the road. Go for it, right? Yes. And, yes. yes. Yeah, so, that could have been a that could have been a momentum changer right there had they just gone for it on fourth down and got the touchdown because. You're right. It's a, it's an away game. You're you know you're you're in a place that's difficult to play, and getting that little extra advantage couldn't have hurt. Yeah, you just got a gift. Getting the field goal was a loss anyway. So turning it over on fourth and goal that would have been a loss too. So I, I yeah. just yeah I as long as they hadn't run it up the gut on fourth down, I would have been just fine with trying it. But. Um, you're right. I just, I just don't think Dalvin's the. He doesn't have the right build for that. He's not the punch it in from the one guy, no. really. No, you're right. So stretch no, the mean, play out then, right? Go right or left with it. Let him find that spot. He's got the wheels. I don't know why you don't do that on the goal line there. Get to him. Let him yep. find uh, something on the end. Let somebody go out there and block for him. I just, right. yeah, it's, it's, and then the injuries. I mean. Key injuries. That wow. offensive line is just, I mean, how many years have we been talking about the Vikings and their crappy offensive line? And then you have your backup center get knocked out of the game. And then you got O'Neal, really the heart and soul of that offensive line. He goes, they're both done for the year. I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer guy today, but Jesus, I just, this, it, it is not setting up well for your Vikings. Can somebody, Give me some hope or tell me well, something positive. You know what else that really bothered me about the game? And everybody on the Packers is wearing these seven stud taller cleats, right? Spike oh. the, cleats. the Vikings can't figure that out. You you go to Green Bay every year. You know the turf is terrible there. Right. Jesus, the equipment manager told you, wear the longer spikes. January. No, Jefferson's slipping and sliding all over the place. I'm like, good lord! I, something as simple as cleats. Yes. Yeah. Dad, Skechers on. Like my dad was out to mow the lawn in July. It didn't make any sense. Uh, Gully, what did you what did you think of Justin Jefferson getting shut down and then having the defensive oh. back do the gritty in front of him? Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. 
you know, um, I mean, here's here's the thing. I mean, they did shut him down. Yes, they did. Some of the some of the things that you know, I mean, we we've heard about it all season. Um, people are keying on on Justin Jefferson and probably pretty chippy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep, that's yep. that's. I don't think that I don't think yeah. that's a, a secret. And um, you know, I think that a lot of teams over the season that have defended Jefferson well have also gotten away with some stuff. So, I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, you could probably make an argument that on every single NFL place, somebody gets away with something. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Was that a, a – did they get to him physically or psychologically? Both. Yeah, probably probably both. both. You yeah. know, I mean, you know, I think they I think they were making it difficult him for, for him to run his routes. And then, yeah, I think, you know, it started to get into his head a little bit for sure. Whether it's the turf or you're getting to him physically, eventually that gets to you mentally, right? And oh, I think a lot of yeah. yeah, and a lot of people would argue, and I know most of them would be Vikings fans, but on that play where uh, where, where they were doing the gritty, uh, <laughs> there should have been there should have been laundry all over the field on that play. Mm-hmm. There should have been flags on that play for pass interference, and then that gritty never would have happened. But yeah, if you hold him to one one catch on the day then uh, he's not going to get much done, and, and eventually he gets frustrated. Was Mike Brown in front of him, was that taunting you guys? Should have been. Well, Should have been so. a flag? Yeah. I've seen less at him. Although it wasn't, you're right, it wasn't at him. He got up, he was going away. Lots of people make a tackle and celebrate or get a first down and yeah. signify. So maybe not so much, but definitely pass interference before the pass right. came in. You could see the jersey moving. He was, he was riding him like a backpack. Right. Yeah. Well, Dougie, the uh, the Bears are your team, so let me ask you. I thought Nathan Peterman was the guy that Elaine worked for on Seinfeld for a <laughs> <Yeah>. time. <laughs> um, that's Jay Peterman, I guess. What? Who the hell is Nathan Peterman, and why is he starting for the Bears on Sunday? Uh, well, they, they just brought him in a few weeks ago, too, because their backup all year long was Trevor Simeon. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, a capable backup. He, uh-huh. He's done yeah. well in other places. So, uh, when, uh, when fields goes out, they're all set to bring in Trevor Simeon. He gets hurt in pregame warmup. Doesn't play a game all year for him. He, he, he pulled like something, he pulled something yeah. and won't play for the year. So they had to bring in Peterman and everyone's like, uh, who? <laughs> so, and now for me, the biggest appointment, you were looking for something positive yes. going into the playoffs. Tell me something positive. Um, they're playing the bears. Yes. Well, okay. Ah, there, you there you go. And the Bears want to lose, correct? They they have Draft a very wise? very legitimate chance at the number one pick overall. I think nothing says it more than the fact that right now the only disappointment I have, like I knew rebuilding year, I wasn't overexcited about it. Justin Fields' rushing ability has been the spotlight of the year, and right now he yeah. is is it sixty three or sixty eight, less than seventy yards away from setting the single season rushing for a quarterback wow and they put him on the the bench yeah. <laughs> he's on the shelf he's he's not playing and i went so either last week they they after the first couple of plays they started working on his hip flexor immediately but he stayed in so either that got worse or like spence and i were talking about he took a shot to the head that game and then refused to come out so i don't know if it's a long-term thing or whatever but yeah, I don't know. It, it's like, hard. They to took play. him under the tarp on that play, but oh. he came out. And he wasn't right after that. I mean, he had some he throws and interceptions. Like, 
I don't know. Maybe that concussion protocol didn't work on him or something, but he wasn't right at the rest of the game. Yeah, so Nuggie, was... when you heard that that Fields is out, did you say, "Damn, damn you, Eberflus"? Or what? I don't uh, even know what an Eberflus is, but that's yeah. the coach apparently. I this your team's a mess. I don't know. I'm, and and they they couldn't get him out of the game last week. Like <laughs> Fields says, "I'm not leaving," and now it's like, "Oh, okay, Weird. I said because this is enough." Yeah. So, um, does it make any? I, I, I'm envisioning this as a battle of two scrubs teams. I don't see the Vikings. I don't see reason enough for them to throw yes. their starters out. I really don't. I would take. I would take the third seed, which you already have. Even if you lose, yep. And I would take this as a bye week, and I would try and get healthy for the Giants because that's who you'll play as the third seed. You, Giants locked in at six. They come to uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. Spence, I don't. Doesn't that set up better than than maybe getting your starting quarterback, your starting well, running back hurt in a, in a game like this? I think you got to play at least till half, just to see where you are with San Francisco, because you still have a chance if you win and the Niners lose. Now you're at the two seed and you've got a first round bye. So. They're playing the Cardinals though, and they don't play till three thirty. So it's just, yeah, it just doesn't just... set up well. I, I know, I hate games. Oh, I thought like they played at the same time. They don't. Three? No, they're the oh, they're yeah. late. Well, yeah. yeah. Then I don't know. I mean, you have a chance still to be to have a first round bye. I mean, I agree with you, Spence, and I think you have to make sure you get the win. And let's be honest, it's Minnesota, so you just don't know if you're getting the win against a team that's clearly not as good as you. But I think on the positive side of things, if you're going to play your starters in the first half, let's get a little more aggressive on defense. The Bears have allowed, what, 50-something, almost 60 sacks this year. Let's get Gully's uh, Ninja Turtle guy uh, a little motivated here. <laughs> and, yep, and, and get. Let's rush the quarterback. Let's throw some stunts yeah. at him. Let's blitz once in a while. I haven't seen hardly any of that this year. Yeah. And if you're going to get through the playoffs, and do anything, you've got to be more aggressive on defense than we've been. I'd be aggressive on offense too. I, I just, it's so bland and just so, I just, I don't know. If the season started, I was like, oh, they're trying different things and there's some imagination to the play calling. And, right. and it just, it sucked lately. It's been so vanilla, so boring. Is it, is it going to be Chris Reed at center for us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or like, Who's does anybody know an update on Bradbury? Is he out for the rest of the year? Are we just done with him? Or well, he's not out for the year yet. No, no. Oh no, he. It, there was some talk. O'Neill, <laughs> he could play. He, Bradbury could play on some <laughs> possibly. So he's he's close, very close. Well, again, yeah. you want to risk that? I, I think no. you get the starters out there and, and, and give them a half, yeah, get a good lead, and then if they get a good lead, then and again the Vikings with a lead, who knows. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you think about resting in third and fourth quarter. Well, honestly, if you think about it that way, though, then what you should do is let them play the second half because that's the only time that the starters have been playing all year anyway. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Oh, man. You just, oh, you, hear okay. you just did the gritty in front of Justin Jefferson, Doug. Yeah, right. Shame on you, man. Hey, I, do on. Have, I do have a question for you guys, though, regarding last week's game, and that yeah. is if – you can't get the ball to Jefferson because he's just covered, you know, too well. There are other guys than TJ Hawkinson to throw the ball to. <laughs> I know, right? Honest to God, 
every time he did the check down, it was to TJ Hawkinson. I have nothing bad to say about Hawkinson. It's just that there are other guys out there. Yeah. You know, that, well, that one pass that got deflected where uh, Thielen was wide open, had that not been deflected, that was a touchdown. He yeah. was, he was, he was 20 yards past the closest defender. Yeah. I think he has those weapons, but also when your your offensive line is like deteriorating, yeah. like it's a sandcastle at high tide, um, <laughs> you you are on the run. You're running for your life out there. I think like I, I had asked about Chris Reed because I I followed Chris because he played for Minnesota State. Right? You had yeah. two Mavericks on the football team at the same uh, out on the field at the same time. I'm like, that's really cool. Yeah. And Reed went to Jacksonville and he played there a little bit. He was in Miami. He played really well at Indianapolis. Then he came to Minnesota and he's been riding the pine until week 17 and you yeah. chucked him in the game. And of right. course he's going to struggle. Anyone's going to struggle. So if Chris does start at center on Sunday, I expect a much better game from him. Maybe not, you know, your starting or your backup center guy, but a much better game from Chris. I know I'm a homer, but I expect a, he's a smart guy. He can get it done. Well, how about the announcer saying that the Kirk Cousins has like six different yeah. Snap counts, and I'm like, no, just go hut hut. I mean, hut, hut. the, guy, <laughs> the guy has not played all year. Yeah. One, two, six yeah. different yeah. ways of asking for the ball. Yeah. No, don't do that. Don't yeah. say yeah, give me the that, ball. The yeah. best line I think is when that announcer goes, "You either go on one or you go on two. That is it." <laughs> yes, there you go. Yeah. There you go. But uh, how how important is the center position? We know now. Yeah, well, sure. that was unbelievable how that changed the game. Yeah, yeah, it was over at that point. What what is going on with Adam Thielen? Is he is is this old age or what's the deal? He is not having a typical Thielen year. No, my fault. He's on my fantasy team. Oh, thanks. Uh, uh, that's it. Thanks. So Selvin Cook. So I bet he's not getting open. I think he is getting open, but you know. Yeah, he is so Kirk Cousins is so zeroed in on, like you said, JJ and then Hawkinson. Like mm-hmm. that is it. That's he's got tunnel vision for some yeah. reason. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Thielen's getting open more often and just not getting the ball. Yeah. You know, and, and and you have to consider, you know, you, you've got you've got Osborne too. I mean, there's another target that, you know, we're not seeing a lot of action there either. Yeah, right. KJ put him to use. Um mm-hmm. speaking of poor field conditions. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, Gophers bowl game against Syracuse at Yankee Stadium. That field was atrocious. <laughs> it was stupid. They shouldn't play football there ever. No, no, it was it was uh, absolutely horrible. And I just feared for every and guys were getting hurt. I mean, um, it, it wasn't like oh gosh, I hope nobody. People were going down left and right, and it wasn't taking much. It was like going to plant a foot. Right. And and the you would just slide right out from under you. Um, that was a horrible place to play a bowl game. You know, and that's two years in a row that the Gophers have played a bowl game on a baseball stadium. Okay. Yeah. Because last year in Phoenix it was it was a baseball field that was converted into a football field. And I already told you that whole story. What a yeah, joke. Yeah. 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 yeah, but we're six and oh. In bowl games, right? <laughs> in bowl game. Their last six yeah. bowl games. Yeah. They really want we want to play out of baseball. Yeah. Why don't we what play like that during the conference season? Right? <laughs> yeah. And Spence, oh. here's the deal, right? So so yeah, they're like, oh, flex one all three, and they finish nine and four. And that's that's all good. 
But I just look at this as the season of what could have been. There were two losses there that if you flip those, and I know you can do that any year, but there were just two games we should have won. And that makes all the difference. Instead of playing in the bad boys mowers bowl, <laughs> you could have been playing for a conference championship. Well, and, and they didn't, you know, Tanner Morgan was starting then too. So where would they be had they gone with Kalak Manis the whole year? Right. right. I think, uh, I think he's got a decent future. He's got a pretty good arm. So I, this is going to be a throwing team next year because no more Mo either, right? He's gone. Right. Yep. Graduating. This sounds like they've uh, picked up a couple of really uh, talented, interesting wide receivers in the portal. So won't that be fun to see? I mean, don't get me wrong. Mo Mo Ibrahim was a once in a lifetime running back, but we all like to watch him pass the ball, don't we? <laughs> yeah. It's so much more fun. Yeah. So that could be the the uh, deal. You mentioned Kaliak Manis getting hurt, leaving the game, and uh, it sounds like. It's not like surgery requiring injury, so kind of breathe a sigh of relief with that, I guess. Is that his ankle? Yeah. Was that what he got? It was an ankle, yeah. Lower lower leg injury or whatever. Hmm. So hopefully he's good to go for next year. They have a tough schedule next season, too. So that's uh, they got their work cut out. Uh, where do we go from here? Oh, let's talk about your, uh, your wild. TJ, they uh, picked up a nice win over uh, Tampa Bay last night. And yeah. how... how how wonderful is it to have a guy like like Carell and just yeah. a superstar? I mean, he's just racking up points. That dude is a cheat code, and he is so fun to watch. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> that between the legs pass that went oh. off the corner of the net, a guy, I wish that would have gone in. Oh, man. It was unbelievable. Yeah. But, but he has this going. weird, like, hockey sixth sense, like the between yeah. the legs or behind the back pass right to the guy and set up some good stuff. I mean, he scored last night. He got the empty netter, so he ends up with a couple. but. That was kind of one of the more complete games I've seen the Wild play in a while. And you saw your three stars were your goaltender and two defensemen. Defensemen! Yeah. What? We were going to say that a few weeks ago. That's a really good part of the game that we really needed to step up, and it did last night. It resulted in scores on the other end of the ice. Uh, uh, Our goaltender was playing with the flu and left the game and puked and came back. And, I mean, it was just a – I'm like, that guy should play with the flu every night. He had a really good night last night. When they say that he shit his breezers, that wasn't indicative of it. Yeah, exactly. What happened? It It wasn't figurative. It was literal. They really have turned it around pretty good. They're a plus 18 on goals now. They're, what, fifth place in the West. But they're playing a lot better. A lot better goaltending. Yes. And defense they were a month ago. So, so then they had now they go to, they have like a, an away and then a home, right? They go to Buffalo Saturday and then the next day they're at home against St. Louis. They just beat St. Louis on the road, which is nice. Yeah. But St. Louis is, does the same thing. They're home, I think, on Saturday or no, they're on the road for two away games. So I guess if you're weighing possibilities, then maybe we'll have good luck against St. Louis on, on Sunday and hopefully Buffalo on, on Saturday. But, Oh, the triple doink, too. Did you guys mention that yet? The triple doink. Zuccarello, I don't think I've ever seen that. He went off the post, the crossbar, the other post, and missed. <laughs> so, so, getting the, yeah, so getting the empty netter is, is justified at the end because, yeah, we had some that, how did yeah. it not go in? Right? Right. It, it could have been a touchdown to one by the end of the game had, you know, Kaprizov scored and Zook on that one. But, 
Yeah, they're they're really the only I mean, really bright spot on the Minnesota sports landscape right now, because the timber what's going on with the Timberwolves, Spence? Honest to God, we made this huge trade, right? Ugh. And and we're just well, I wouldn't even say we're mediocre. 18 and 21. Cats still out injured, inconsistent play. What is God? What is going on with the Wolves? It's got to be some kind of chemistry thing where somebody's not getting along. Is Cap the cancer on the team? Maybe. I don't know. They play better when he's not out there. They've won won the last two and look pretty good, but they still don't have anybody that can really light it up from three. I think he had two or three last night, but, man, they didn't have many threes. They're really struggling on that. But I I don't know what the story is, But and defense has been lacking too, but. And I think on the bench. I think I'm done with D'Lo. I really am. And, it, and then you say that, and then he'll go off for like oh, 30 points in one game. But then he's just a just a lazy turnovers, lazy. sloppy passes. I'm just sick of it. I've I've seen enough. Yep. There's a reason this guy's been with five or six teams in just a few short years that we're we're, we're finding out here in Minnesota why. Well, was Rudy Gobert worth it all? Because, boy, we sure gave away the house, and he's had his moments, but I don't know. Well, I watched watched two nights ago, and we knocked off the number one team in the West. And the thing that the announcers kept going back to, the difference in that game from what they have been, because they're like, what, 11th place in the West right now? I mean, they're not even a middling team. They are down. Yeah. But they passed the ball, and there there wasn't the selfishness that apparently there had been. I haven't been watching nearly as close as this year as before, but they said the ball distribution that night, if they could figure out how to do that on a regular basis, this team could actually do something. So maybe that carried over to last night. You know, I watched a little bit of that one too, and it did seem like they were moving around. And, yeah, we're on a two-game win streak, which – you know, 30, 40 more games in a row, and we can be in eighth place. I mean, we're right the final playoff spot. <laughs> you can win that play in game and like it's the Super Bowl. <laughs> yes, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that, that the announcers said so much about it without saying too much about it. They apparently, there's just uh, we've got to work as a team as opposed to. Ant has 40 points tonight. Yes. Gobert has 30 points tonight. Cat comes back and has 30 points. It's like everyone needs to be a part of this and buy into the system. Right. All right. Am I wrong in saying that, and we'll end with this, that the Twins have done almost nothing to better themselves? <laughs> thank, thank you for, for bringing that up because I've been watching every day and it's just crickets. It's just crickets every day. Uh, it's it's the whole, you know, digging through the trash bin for yes. everybody's leftovers, and this guy's coming off surgery, and that guy strikes out a hundred times a game. It's so here's the improvements: <laughs> backup catcher Christian Vasquez, uh, a guy who strikes out more than Miguel Sano, Joey Gallo, and something called Kyle Farmer. Taking over for Carlos Correa at short? Are you kidding me? What the hell kind of a downgrade is that? And they're they're hoping that all these guys that are always hurt are gonna oh this this year they they'll stay healthy and they'll all have career years. No, they won't. They won't. They'll get they'll get hurt again and 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 they'll play like crap. And I'm just 
the it, for them not to do anything, just the fan apathy right now is just at an all-time high. Good luck selling season tickets. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I feel like every day I keep looking to see, oh, what what are they going to do to you know get me excited about this team? Yeah, is there a trade? Zero. Nothing. Nothing. And they seem content with that. Well, we got pretty new. How can they be? <laughs> and we mentioned yeah. this before. The poll ads have so much money to spend. Yes, they do. They this have so much money. They, they could have got a, a top tier starting pitcher, but they just let them all go away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, God, she's just driving me nuts. It's all about the analytics. These guys, no. these guys, <laughs> they strikes out a lot, but. He gets on base. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, that's great. So he'll be he'll be picked off in the double play that the next guy bounces into. I guess. Well, how would you it's, like to it's be just frustrating? How, how would you like to be Baldelli? I mean, you know. Okay, here's what you got this year. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, we're taking away that that all star shortstop, that guy that that you know had yeah. pretty much the best average on the team, right. almost the most home runs on the team. Um, <laughs> A key key position, the 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 quarterback of your infield gone. So uh good good is, for that. Has he signed anywhere? Uh, supposedly yeah. the Mets thing will work out, but for less money and maybe right. less years and and but what, what was the issue with the physical? I saw all of that. Uh, but an, I don't an old ankle injury from yeah. his minor league days. Yep. Yeah. And now it's now it's surfacing. It's yeah. like um, it's got to be in the records, right? Like it had to yeah. have been there. They had to know about it. Do they test his ankle and say, "Oh, well, it's not as strong as the other one"? <laughs> We're going to shave twenty million dollars off this deal. Did yeah. that make a weird noise like an old jail door? Or yeah. Like I don't know why that all of a sudden was a big issue. It's not one team though. It's two teams that said, "Wait a minute." Yeah, so there's got something there. That's a well, great the Twins point. geniuses signed him with that on his medical record last year, right? Right. <laughs> well, that doesn't they surprise me, though. They don't you know, know what do they're doing. That, do you think that that was part of the problem? Was the fact that we knew we probably weren't going to get him, but we were excited that we might still keep him, and then when we didn't, the air came out of the sails, and everyone just went, "Well, I guess we'll go on to the next guy." Because, I mean, it seemed like at the beginning it was actually kind of exciting because the Twins were linked to, like, the top seven free agents. Like, as soon as this guy went off the shelf, the next guy, and they went, ooh, Twins could get him if they did this, this, or this. And then he's gone. <laughs> they don't do okay, it. Well, this next one, I yeah. think they could get him, but, okay, he's gone. Let's go. And it's just it's <laughs> like watching the dominoes fall going, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, they're, they're all gone, and we didn't do anything. Nothing. I picture Picture Minnesota nice, right? GMs are all meeting, and they're like, oh, 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 no, you go ahead. You go yeah. ahead. You go for right. it. Sorry. Right. Sorry. Sorry about that. We were in the running for that Japanese player. No, we weren't. No, yeah. we weren't. No. no. Were we in the running for Korea if our offer was $65 million below the, the offer that he took? No. They, they, they were never serious about no, Korea. They were they, not. They showed it with their pocketbook and said, this is all we'll pay you. Yes. Bye. The Bye. offer was a joke, what they yeah. were offering. Yeah. You can argue whether he's worth it or not. That doesn't matter. It's what he was getting, what the what the fair market yeah. value of him was. And we were off by $65 million. We were nowhere close. But at least we'll look good losing in those new uniforms. Oh, oh God. Don't get me started on uh, that. Hey, the merch dollars will be rolling in at least. Oh, and at least they're 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 teasing the idea of perhaps trading our 
American League batting champion Luisa Rise. At least they're teasing that too. Yeah. Why not? Okay, uh, get rid of your best hitter. That makes sense. Yeah, well, looks, yeah. looks as though I'm uh, keeping up my New Year's resolution heartily, and uh, <laughs> somebody cut me off because we're over time. But we are back next week with more ball guys.